gente, it's your girl Nina Montañez. Hey yo, what to it do with your boy Rue, and I'm coming for you. <laughs> and this is Sofrito Speaks. Hey, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. What's going back. on, everybody? How y'all doing? How y'all Buenos doing? Buenos dias, damas y caballeros. Spring is upon us. So those of welcome. you who are suffering from seasonal depression, it's baby, o- your time is over. Oh, baby, Let's get it's it. over. Please don't tell me it's so. <laughs> Cheetah girls. Um, welcome back to Sofrito Speaks, season four, episode number two. We got a juicy one for you today. Oh, it's a good one. All right, all right. Ivan Dito is going to be my favorite section. Let's head into the first section, which is, y'all already know, El Chisme, the part of the show where we let you know what had us fucked up, jodio, anything good to bad to everything in between. Y'all already know how we do. Nina, what has you fucked up? I just had like a really eventful weekend. And because it's still so fresh, I'm... We're going to talk about it at a later date um, because it's Side still... note, let me interrupt. Go ahead. We recorded this episode yesterday. <laughs> okay? And the Lord wasn't trying to let us be And great. the Lord said... Not today. Bitch, you guys are the cheese man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, yo, but shout out. I, I was telling this, I said this to Ruby yesterday um, when it happened. We realized, oh shit, like, um, I, like our mics, the frequency or whatever, like fucked up. So it... How did I sound? She was like... Like it literally sped. It only sped me up. So we were trying to figure out what the fuck happened. However, so we weren't obviously we're not able to use that. So we have to re- redo this. But I was thinking about an episode of the New York Dose. Shout out the New York Dose. And DJ was talking about how he his had Febu- lost. It's his February like. Every February, all of his electronics, like he loses things, like ele- like his electronics or like yeah, the something, files yeah, like he computer. like he had like lost everything or whatever, and it was like some con- old content, new content that he was like working on or something like that. Um, DJ, I'm so sorry if I'm fucking this up, but I'm just trying to paraphrase. Um, and he had said that his mom had told him that just means that you could have done it better. Right. So that's how that's how I that's took how we, that happening. We could do it. Better. We had to become positive at mm-hmm. the end of it because we were pissed. Yes, we were very upset. We were, but then but we both got to go to the gym after our little yeah. outlet. You know, get over it. So it is what right, it is. And here right. we are today. It's beautiful out. What's going on? I'm mad I'm still seeing snow on the ground, but this is all the snow that was piled up from all the <sighs> snowstorms. But we need that shit to go away. Um, but yes. So anyways, I'm going to jump right into it. Um, so I had an eventful weekend. And again, I will go into detailed details at a way later date. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um, but I will say... You do miss a hundred percent of the shots that you do not take. Swish, swish. So don't bitch. be mad at someone who took their shot and made it. Swish, swish, <laughs> bitch. Anyways, and then I'm gonna go on to. <laughs> so Sulma is funny. Y'all know it's not an El Chisme without Sumi bringing up Sulma at some point. So Sulma decides. <laughs> I forgot you used to do that. <laughs> so Sulma decides that you know she's gonna get a COVID shot. What she's gonna um, whatever. So that's cool. Fine. Whatever. Do what you gotta do, sis. It's all good. She planned this last week. My sister's gonna be the one that was gonna take her X, Y, and Z. Day comes today is the day that she's gonna go get her COVID shot, and I find out that it's a family affair. My grandmother's going. They're all gonna go out. They're all meeting up for lunch um, after my mom's appointment. My mom decides, my sister calls me this morning. 
And she was like, oh, are you coming? And I was like, to what? And she's like, to mommy's appointment. I'm like, no, the fuck I want to do? Why, why do I want to go to mommy's appointment? Like, I'm not going to that. And she's like, yeah, but we're all going out to, to lunch after. Like, Dio's coming, Titi's coming, Titi's coming, Wella's coming. And I'm like, when did you bitches know that this was a thing that you were going to do? And she was like, oh, we talked about it like last week. Oh, bad. So five minutes later, after I hang up the phone with my sister, I'm laying in my bed. My mom comes into my room. And Sulma was like, what are you doing today? And I was like, well, I actually have to go to my studio and meet up with Ruben. And she's like, oh, so you're not free for lunch. And I'm like, no, I'm busy at lunchtime. And she's like, oh, because we're all going out. Um, and she explains everything. And I was like, I just really quick question, Sulmita. How long have you known about this? How long have you made the, had these plans? When did you make these plans? And she was like, well, hmm last week oh and you're just now telling me today and i was like so don't get an attitude when i have to tell you no because i already have plans had you had told me sooner i could have made it work but you didn't tell me sooner so you, right now you don't get to be upset that i'm not gonna go to right, this little right. adventure because she had a whole ass attitude with me after that and i'm like what do you want me to fucking tell you like you told me last fucking minute i get it i don't have a full-time fucking job i get that shit but i still plan other shit up like throughout my day right so i don't know what to fucking tell you she had a whole ass attitude i'm like bitch there's things to do honey i got shit to do bye like shit that i like to do bye Man. i don't want to have a 101 questions because i'm sure you told all your fucking sisters that i quit my job so i don't want to hear it from anybody what are you up to what are you doing when you <laughs> i I think of it as protecting my peace. I knew that it would have been a triggering d lunch. I protected my peace. Thank you. Period. Anyways, why had you fucked up? Um, you know, I'm going to say, talk about what I spoke about yesterday. Um, I just came back from a trip from Miami and I had a butt last. Mm. I absolutely needed it. Um, it was, everything was kind of coming down kind of hard again. Um, whereas work was kind of becoming stressful and things were just like, I feel like the universe the past few weeks have just been, has just been testing me. But this trip to Miami has been everything that I asked for. I wore my mask everywhere that I went, people. So please don't come for me. Um, but I had a blast. I brought, I took my best friend over for her birthday weekend and it turns out it was spring break and we did not know anything about that because we do not celebrate spring break. We are not fucking 12. Um, so that was interesting when I went down to Ocean Avenue and I saw the thousands of people who were walking freely without a mask, just living their best life. I had a panic attack. I stayed there for about an hour because she wanted to see it. I don't care for touristy things wherever I go. I do not care to do touristy things. But I'm also not going to be a party pooper. If that's what you want to do, then that's fine. We can do it. I just like to feel like a local and do local things and do go where the locals are. I don't care to be where the tourists are. Don't sign me up for a tour. I don't need a fucking tour of your city that looks just like mine, period. <laughs> like, I don't... Except we don't have palm trees. Right. Like, I don't need it. I'm good. Um... So we did that. We went down to Ocean uh, Ocean Drive, Ocean Avenue, whatever it's called. And then I had to go back to the Airbnb because I was having a severe panic attack. And I was like, bro, like, that's fucking insane. The fact that all these people are out here, no mask, not giving a fuck. Like, it was absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. um, we went clubbing, which I haven't done since... I don't know, 2018, 2019. Yeah, so that felt amazing. We, we we pushed for three nights. The first night we went somewhere that was closed, but Google never seemed to be updated. So we were like, are you fucking kidding me? We got drunk and everything. 
and then get there at like two in the morning and we're like, it's literally closed. And the guy's like, yeah, I told you guys it was closed. And I'm like, but Google says it's open till 4 a.m. He's like, yeah, I know it's been closed for years. I'm like, what the? Okay. Anyways, right. Um, uh, we had a blast. We had a blast. Uh, we went to, you know, four different clubs. We had a fucking good ass time. We met a lot of great people, a lot of amazing people. Shout out to any of them. If they are tuning in, y'all did that. Um, and then I came back and it has just been one thing after another since my return. Um, but I had a great workout yesterday. I had a really great talk. Shout out Lewis. Like we're planning my next phase of my weight loss journey. Um, and I was just talking to Nina about that. And then like today, my car battery didn't turn on and I acted like the typical white girl. <laughs> I was what like, well, how do? does this work? Well, just what the fuck? And then I opened the hood and I'm looking at everything like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to look for? And the first thing I do, Google. Yeah, how do YouTube I turn University, my car baby. on? Right. I turn on. How do I turn on my car? I bought a portable uh, car charger back in July at BJ's for 30 bucks. And that shit came in clutch because you don't need someone else to come pull up to, to jumpstart your car. You can do it literally by yourself as long as you keep the battery charged. Um, so it actually worked. I'm now nervous. I got to drive to go get my COVID test. And I'm like, okay, cool. Right. Right. So there's that. So, yeah, everything has me fucked up right now. But we're going to push through, man. We're going to push through because there's no time for none of that negative energy. Fuck out of here. Um, yeah. With all that being said, I think we're going to close this section now and head over to our next section, which is... Welcome back. Welcome, Welcome back. back. We are at the part of the show, which is I Bendito, and we're just going to give you local news, media headlines, and all the fun mm. stuff in between. Start it off, baby. What you got for me? So I'm going to start it off for all my Cardi haters out there because yes. y'all bitches keep annoying me. Um, Cardi has five number one hits in four years. Uh, this is from the grapejuice.net. Cardi B joins exclusive list of uh, female hot 100 chart toppers. Um, she joins Madonna, Mariah Carey, Rihanna. Who the f- Oh, Katy Perry. I was like, who the fuck is that? I was looking at the picture because Madonna and Katy Perry kind of look alike, in my opinion. Um, yeah, so Up actually made it up there. It's number one now. Um, and she actually went on Instagram yesterday to explain it on how they always say that she's using payola and that, uh, which is stupid. I Paola, so Paola is like when the record company pays like uh, bots or whatever to buy the music to make it look or basically like basically the records company buying the music to make it look like they're going number one Mm. so that people can now jump onto the wave and buy the song. Mm -hmm. So that's what they try to say about Bodak Yellow, that that's how it blew up. Bodak Yellow blew up because it's a timeless track. Like you play Bodak Yellow for anybody, any age, and majority of the people in the room are going to fucking know what the fuck that song is about. And that's what that's the power of music. And Cardi B now is Diamond with Bodak Yellow, which if you have a Diamond track, um, you never have to work basically a day in your life. Like TLC has two diamond albums. These bitches are good. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I tell like people that I'm working with local artists, don't 
pay attention to the clout of the city because that's not going to pay your bills, sis. Nope. What's going to pay your bills is getting yourself up there on those billboards, getting your music out there to those real people out there who are really going to support you. Because uh, in case you didn't notice, a lot of people won't support you until you blow up. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to talk about... Um, before we get to the more serious things, because I know we got some serious stuff up there. Um, Quavo uh, and Saweetie's breakup. Oh, my God. Um, so the Migos are now the, level the, of fucks the cheater girls. Zero. <laughs> the Migos are now the cheater girls. And I just, I wish them, you know, I wish them the best. I, I was Who's the a, third member. Uh, 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 takeoff. So there's Offset, Takeoff, and Quavo. Okay. Um, right. Um, that part. And so is takeoff just not problematic? Because I never yeah, hear so about him. They, they were saying that they're like, poor takeoff. He's always the one that's like being thrown in the mix because he's part of the Migos, but he's not like really an ever in any beef. He's just about yeah. the music. Um, there's always one good one in the bunch, you know, and then Offset is out here coaching Quavo on how to deal <laughs> with this. <laughs> These memes had me fucked up. Um, I just don't like uh, that Saweetie or that Quavo sister jumped into the mix talking about Saweetie and how she is a bad person and all these things behind the scenes. But where was this energy when you were posting Saweetie? And they showed the screenshots when, when she was posting Saweetie, talking about, oh, this is my sister-in-law. I love... Oh, now she's bad, though? For exposing your brother for what he is? Right. He's cheating? As, this is as my she thing, should. is that I as don't understand how women... Like, if my brother was a cheater, I'd be like, bro, you suck. Like, I would read my brother for fucking filth if he cheated on his girl. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, I, y'all women, I don't get it. Like, this is her. Like, if that's her truth, that's her truth. Like, y'all y'all not. Were y'all in the bedroom when they was fucking? Mm-hmm. Were, were y'all there but when I he just, was? It, like, it, it, I just it's just frustrating that now, and this happens when a lot of people break up, it's automatic. Well, he did this and he did that. This whole tip for tat culture is just like not, not cool, not smooth at all. If you are in a relationship with somebody and it's constantly a tit for tat type of situation, let me tell you something. That is not someone you should be with. Mm. Period. And if you have standards and you have, you know, this is why my ass stays single and out of all that mess because I don't have the time to compromise my truth to meet your standards. Mm. I'm willing to work. You know, I'm willing to work with you and we can we can become one. But I'm not willing to just stop everything that I believe in to now just believe in what you believe in and let's go up that ladder. Yeah, no. Like, it doesn't work mm-hmm. like that. And a lot of relationships, that's how they are. I'm going to keep my individuality. Thank you very much. Right. That's how a lot of relationships are, where it's like one person has to give. And they used to always say that, well, somebody, something has to give. Well, someone has to give in. And it's like, do we really, though? Because you're not the last person on this earth. And although I love you, uh, I believe Oprah recently said this, although I love you doesn't mean that I have to be around you. Yeah, that's so I bad. can love the memory of you. I can love the memories we've had and we'll be good. Right. My thing is, is like my favorite quote is I'm not going to tell you that I can't live without you because I can. I just don't want to. Mm. Period. Which means that you're like you're I like you, but don't get it fucked up. Right. That's that's the translation in 2021. Right. Fucks like, with you, but don't get it fucked stay up. Stay in your You know what I'm lane. saying? But I mean, speaking of cheating, I don't know how many of y'all know who Derek Jackson is. Oh, I saw about that. Actually, now, yeah. after we after we did the whole section about it yesterday, 
But you I actually into saw it? about it. Did you look that. into it? Yeah. <laughs> so it's actually pretty, pretty crazy. I'm so glad because I'm glad that what happened yesterday happened because more details came out. Right. I was like, Yo, this was is like, what yes. Nina was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty crazy. Did you see the video? Ain't no way, baby. Ain't no way. My 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 husband is gonna get me to sit with him while he's talking about his motherfucking self in third person and has to tell the world, baby. The we, way he was gripping her hand, baby, though. We didn't cheat. You did. So you address your followers. You address your fans. You address your audience. This ain't have shit to do with us. This is you. Me. You know what I'm saying? And she's sitting there. Yo, I, it gave me very much Jada and Will vibes on Red Table Talk. It I was gave like, me what very entanglement much are we talking about right now? A Law and Order episode. That's what the fuck it gave so me. No, she like said, yo, I was reading the comments. The comments had me weak. Someone was like, I know them five fingers are hurting. I know he's squeezing the shit out of yeah, her Yeah, yeah. And it was just... It looked very manipulative for her to actually just be there. I didn't even listen to what he was saying because I'm like, I don't want to hear what what the excuse is, like whatever it may be. Because there's always an excuse, right? When people cheat, there's always an excuse of like, well, you did this, you did that, like I like I was just saying earlier. And now I don't know what, what the issue is, but I was saying, you know, when we did the first episode yesterday, um, you know, of course he was giving out great advice on how to avoid red flags <laughs> because he was the red flag. So he now knows <laughs> what the play is. He had first-hand experience He every said, let time. me tell you what my shorty's not noticing so that your person cannot know. Yo, but like it's I'm thinking like, oh, it happened one time. No, when he was addressing it in his in his like video. It happened more than once. It was more than once. It was more than one woman. It wasn't just physically cheating. It was like, you know, um sending like sexual text messages, exchanges like that. Bro, in their fucking bed, bro. In their bed. You are not happy with the person that you are with, please leave them. Stop the nonsense. Stop this. Oh, well, he cheated one time. It'll be okay. I know it's easier said than done from firsthand experience because I've been in that position before. But I guarantee you moving forward, I will never, never be in that position again. Nope. (coughs) Not me. Sorry, that's that's a COVID cough. You're so (laughs) annoying. Like, I just, Um, whatever. I don't understand it. But moving on, because I'm I'm sick and tired of these motherfuckers that are profiting off of. And it's um, 2021. Why are people still cheating? His audience are are women. It's women that, like, you know, that are the majority of where he's now getting his income. So the fact that you're giving out here, like, oh, if a man this, if a man this, if a man this, if a man this, like, and then he addresses it, oh, you know, my loving wife and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, she... She wasn't that loving when you was out here in these streets. Right. Was it when you were at book signings, when you was on tour? That part. You couldn't bring with you a pocket pussy? Explícame. Right there. Oh, I just, oh my God. Like, <laughs> And it's stuff like that. Like, this is why we need to, y'all, like, not even we. As a society, y'all, we dead ass have to, like, stop idolizing these fucking influencers, yo. Dead ass. I, I never understood because that I don't, either. I don't get it. Idolizing celebrity. Although that's what I want Celebrity to relationships, I, all that bullshit. Because <laughs> you don't know what the fuck is going on behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's, I, it's just, it's a whole ass mess. You know what I'm it saying? It is a mess. Um, I want to move forward. And uh, this is something a little bit more serious. Um, two Lawrence residents uh, recently passed away in a Windham Highway crash. Um, this is from the Eagle Tribune. State police say two Lawrence residents are now, you know, passed away after an early morning crash on Interstate 93 South in Wyndham. Uh, I want to send my condolences to anybody who 
knows these two individuals, Leslie Martinez Velasquez, 23 years old, and Sasha Piralta, 31 years old. Uh, they were both ejected from the vehicle, and yeah, they passed away. Um, yeah, so Sofrito Speaks, we want to send our condolences to you guys. Mm-hmm. To and anybody that knew please, them, to their families. I don't know the full situation. I don't know if there was alcohol involved or anything, but as it gets warmer and obviously the state starts to open up, um, you know, just, just be a little bit more cautious about the things that you're doing and your surroundings because literally that's how life works. Guys, we it s- doesn't make you a bitch to be the designated driver for one night. It, one or two, just, just take an Uber. That's why these yeah. services are here for us. Like pay an Uber. Um, so that way you don't have to Listen, worry about if that. You're, if your friends don't know that or know they your can limits. call you, they can call you at any time to be like, yo, can you come pick me up? Like my sister and I were talking about that. We had this conversation together last night and I, she was like, yo, bro, I don't care if you're all the way in fucking Carajo land, if you're like stuck somewhere right. and you're fucked up, do not get behind the wheel of that car. Call me. I'm a bitch you out when I pick you up, but call me. And I was like, no, that's valid. Like, I know that there are certain people that if I have to call them at 2 a.m. in the morning. And not only that, the people that I go out with, like, they live. If I go to New Hampshire to hang out with my boys, they're literally like, yo, Nina, couch is free just in case. And I'd be like, thanks. I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I get it. Like, some people just want to sleep in their own bed. Like, I've definitely been there where I'm like, I want to go home. So if I know that I want to go home and go go to bed, I'll stop stop drinking. I'll stop drinking. I'm like, all right, it's just waters for me from now on. Like, yeah. And, I think, I, and, like, and that's an, a, a thing that people don't remember when they're drinking. Drink some water. Yep. Chug some water because that can avoid you getting so fucked up for no reason. Like all weekend I was literally chugging water while I was taking shots because I was like, bitch, even though I still got fucked up. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I wasn't dehydrated or hungover the next day. That's for motherfucking right. starting. All right, what's um, what's the next thing that you want to so bring So, you know, up? Sharon Osbourne mm. was at the top of my list. Sharon! This bitch had me fucked up. Um, so, th- for those of you who don't know, who are maybe not keeping up with it, so Sharon Osbourne is a host on The View. Mm-hmm. So, there's The Real, The Talk, The View, and whatever the fuck else. Everybody got a show nowadays. That's something. We're still waiting for ours. What's going on? <laughs> um, so, yeah. she's on The View, and, you know, they were speaking on um, Pierce Morgan. Is it Piers or Pierce? I think it's Piers. Piers Morgan. And he's on Wake Up Britain or something like that in the UK. So he is a, a talk show host in the UK. And he and one of his, and his coworker were going back and forth about the whole Meghan Markle um, situation with Prince Harry and them, you know, basically being dethroned from the royal family and them coming back to the U.S. because of, you know, racism and just so much that, you know, the press had put Meghan through that, you know, her and Harry had that conversation, decided, you know what, fuck this, it's not for us, we need to remove ourselves to have a better life for our kids. Boom. Fast forward, Meghan does the interview with Oprah. Pierce Morgan has a whole issue with this and he's bashing Meghan Markle come to find out that I guess he and Meghan Markle were like cool at one point and then she kind of just cut him off so his feelings are big big hurt so he big mad so his co-host was talking about it like regardless of how you feel about the situation about how y'all friend y'all's friendship ended it doesn't take away from the fact that like there is racism within the royal family that these are real actual issues that are now being brought to light 
and he was like, I'm not going to let you trash the royal family like that. And I'm not this and I'm not that. <laughs> so and then he was like, I, I don't have to sit here for this. And he got up, walks off his own fucking set and then like resigns from his job. So Sharon is on The View here in America. And she's like basically condoning what her friend, her quote unquote, music air quotes, friend did and backing him up. And then her co-hosts are trying to let her know, no, bitch, you, like he's dead ass wrong, like dead ass wrong. So then. She doesn't see the issue on what the fuck she's saying. So she's being called out on it. And then it gets to the point where I don't know if it was on a later date or if it was in the same show or a different segment of that show, whatever, what have you. There's another clip of Sharon and she's speaking to her co-host. Um, her name is escaping me right now, but she is um, she's a black woman. She's a co-host also on the show. Um, and she's trying to tell Sharon why what she was saying and how she was going about was the whole Pierce Morgan situation was wrong. And Sharon was like, so then educate me. I don't know these things. And I'm just like, no. Cheryl Underwood. There we go. I wanted to say Shayla. I wanted to say Sher uh, Sherry Shepard. Oh, so Cheryl, Cheryl, uh, Cheryl Underwood, you said? Yeah. Okay. So she's speaking to Sharon and that she's coming to her from a place of like love. Like, yo, you are my friend. We've Let been rocking for that. years or whatever. I'm trying to tell you. But the thing is, is that ja, there's no more excuses. There's no more excuses for white people. White people. This part. We no longer owe you not a motherfucking thing. People of color, the black community no longer owes you any fucking thing period there, so much alone has happened in this fucking year if you don't like, see it by don't now see it, the thing is is that this is what i don't understand you're on a fucking talk show you guys are talking about george floyd you guys are talking about brianna taylor you guys are talking about ahmaud arbery and at no fucking point sharon did you think hmm let me look into this since it continues to be Sharon. on the set list. Sharon. Since it, you, when you sit down, you literally have a script that they give you so that you know what, it, what the fuck it is that you're going to be talking about that day. So you're not, you're not surprised when you're reading the fucking teleprompter and you're seeing this thing come up. No, you, have, you already have been given something that is letting you know, hey, listen. Correct. This is what we're going to talk about. You could ask questions. There's literally a reading at a table with everybody. Right. A reading, and at no fucking point, Sharon, did you think, hmm, let me pick up a book. Let <laughs> me see what's going on. Let me open up Instagram. Let me do, no, 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 no. Th that, that didn't cross your mind, not one motherfucking time. But you're mad that the world's calling you racist, and you're not racist because you're not from here? Bitch, what? It is no longer the job, and it's so disrespectful to black women that you're saying, oh, black women, now it's your time to educate. No, it's fucking not, because this shit has been going on for years. Ma'am, how the fuck? You're, wait a minute. You are not even from here. You don't even go here. You're from the UK. Are you forgetting that it was your mother? It was your motherfuckers that brought this bullshit to the US. Did you forget that part, ma'am? I but said, but I just, said. You just conveniently forgot it because it worked out in your favor because you are in your favor because you are a white woman. Granted, you're not from the United States, but. And her daughter, passing. her daughter, her daughter, Kelly Osborne is on what now? The talk, the other fucking show. I don't know. They stay booked and blessed. Lord. I don't understand. why. She literally at one point, Kelly Osborne said, and I'm like, yo, the apple really dead ass does not fall far from the tree. Was talking about how Trump was uh, the Trump administration was, um, you know, trying to put the like the that immigration um, law passed, you know, all that all that hoopla. And Kelly Osborne on national television is like, Mr. Mr. President, if you if you send all the, the Latinos back to back to Mexico, who's going to clean your toilets? Oh. Bruh. 
We do clean good toilets, though. No, we dead ass know how to clean for real. For real. <laughs> dead ass. I'm not going to hold you. I don't be trusting white people when they clean. Um, so all that to say, again, and it, Amanda Seals, you know, always says it best. It, like, it is no longer the job of yeah. the black community to I'm educate other I'm communities. Done. I'm done. To, right. And at the beginning, I was like, yo, I want to take the burden off my black brothers and sisters. If you have any questions, if you need any resources, come talk to me. And I had a couple people reach out to me. I'm done, you guys. I'm not doing it anymore because if you're going to continue to choose to be ignorant, I'm going to let you sit there and be ignorant. And when someone slaps the fuck out of you. you i hope you know why someone slapped the fuck out of you it's that simple yo and it's just like this this savior complex like there was a it was a it was a journalist that actually was the one that gave sharon osborne the platform to basically plead her case and you know beg for someone to educate her on x y and z and then he had the audacity to tag um the voices in the black community like Amanda Seals. Um, and there were a few other women that he tagged and Amanda was like, do not fucking call me. I'm not putting on a motherfucking cape. I'm not doing it. Don't call me. I'm not explaining shit. She's like her famous line. I don't got the time. I'm on my trampoline. Mm. period. Mm. She's not doing it. She actually got rid of her own fucking publicist because at the height of everything that was going on in 2020, they were like, Hey Amanda, can you just send me some books that like, so I can educate myself. And she's like, bitch, you're Jewish. And I know all about your shit because I have respect for you. You don't have you didn't have the respect enough. You have the you wanted to represent me dip into my pockets, but you don't want to understand me and what I'm about. That don't make no sense. So she cut her ties with her publicist, publicist, market. I don't know what the fuck she was. She, I know she cut ties because she was over the bullshit. She was over the fuck shit. She's not there for it anymore. Right. Um, and that's where I'm at, too. I'm done because there's no reason why we're this. Com- these conversations are happening daily. The videos of people being shot daily. But you got white men that are making it out alive every fucking well, as we see, time. As we're seeing now. And, you know, to to go march right into the next the next thing on the list, <sighs> the whole the protect the Asian community. Um, there's a lot of mixed feelings. And I know that you had mentioned this. Um, I have mixed feelings about it. Will I speak up about it? Yes, I will. Will I share the information? Yes, I will. But it's not my fight. Yeah, I, I definitely I definitely agree. I think that uh, I have a lot of Asian friends, um, have, you know, but I think. When I saw those, you know, those big marches for Black Lives Matter and, and you know, when we were meeting for George Floyd and things like that, I, I didn't see a lot of my Asian friends posting about these things. And, you know, the same support that they're looking for now, I didn't see that then, you know. So it just it, it always kind of just when it comes to that, I feel like the same way you're feeling right now where I'll share, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll support. Um, but. It's not my fight to be all up in there, you know, and to be to be quite honest with a lot of the things that are going on. I've just kind of checked out mm-hmm. um, where it was affecting me so much, you know, Pat, the past summer where it was like you don't. You don't feel comfortable walking around any white neighborhood, you don't feel comfortable. And this is how I now feel because of everything that I'm seeing. Like, I don't feel comfortable around white people in general, period. And it's crazy for me because it's like I grew up in a city where, you know, I had somewhat white friends and things mm-hmm. like that. And it's like 
now seeing everything that's happening, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Who, who knows what their family was thinking? Who knows what their intentions were behind these things? And so many, like I've said this before on an episode where I've had teachers literally tell me I would never be shit in life. Like your teacher is telling you that mm. a white male teacher is telling you that you will never be shit in life just like that in front of the whole class just to humiliate you because you fell asleep. So it's like these things are just like not making sense to me at all. And to to be, you know, joining this fight of like we're going to be protesting and doing all of this. I think that the Asian community, y'all got this. You know, I pray for you. I'm here for you. I think that we need to still showcase your struggles, but we're still fighting our own struggles as well. Are we not? Are we still not dealing with our own shit? Are we still not going through, you know, police brutality from, you know, from the, you know, I mean, towards the black community when it's the Asian community, they got, you know, these white people walking around. I saw a post of this lady who got pissed on on the train in New York bro by by a white man who was just standing there peeing on her and she was Asian. And I was like. These are the things, but these, these, these people will get caught and be okay. They'll be okay. You know, but we're losing people. Like people are literally, I don't know. I don't want to speak. I don't want to say the wrong thing, which is why I kind of, I'm kind of stalling to be honest with you. I don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't really know, but I I definitely agree with you. I'm feeling in the middle with it all. You know, I think that I will showcase and show support. I I have checked out from all of this from all of these things for a, a while now and I just literally posted through Sofrito Speaks page um but I just I don't know it's a lot it's a lot to process it's a lot to take in and just seeing how the world is right now It's just the fact that everything I'm ready to go I, I, <laughs> Like I'm ready to go Jesucristo let's go We we've seen all these aliens show up like bitch I'm, I'm ready. ready to I'm go ready, I'm, ready. I'm ready to go I'm done <laughs> Good, my time's up. Right, <laughs> this is just insane, right? Um, now. It, it's just it's just a lot. I, I looking at that story about you know the the massage parlor in Atlanta, and it was six Asian women um, that lost their lives, and then c- to find out that you know it, this white man who had a sex addiction who was convinced that he had to um, basically eliminate. He had to eliminate this problem so that way he wouldn't fulfill his own. Like, it just, like, I'm going to go kill sex workers because I'm a sex addict and they're making it hard for me not to be a sex addict. And it's like, yo, wait, well, hold on, what? Mm. And it, and then for that one fucking police officer that was like, oh, he had a bad day. Oh, he had a bad day so he could just walk into a parlor and, and, and shoot the, the place up. That, these are the things that just gets me, that gets me upset because it's like even the, the news titles, the headlines that are being used when a white person does something as opposed to a person of color or a, a black person or any anybody else except if you're white. Like when we do things. It's a whole different story. What do you mean? We, we don't make it alive, bro. Like, it's a we whole start different and go ending. Pages. It's a whole different. And then, you know, to see this white man and it's like to hear things like that, it's like, well, what the actual fuck? Like, oh, he's had he had a bad day. Oh, it was a bad day. Oh, it was a bad day. I just what I, a good life to have a bad I day can't. and be OK with that. I, I, let's move on. <sighs> 
Anyways, uh, I'm just going to come out and say I am going to apologize if I rambled there and I said anything incorrectly. Please feel free to correct me. Um, but I, I, when it comes to these issues, I really don't know the correct way to, to, to come about it. I have so many thoughts that go through my head. But mm. I'll wrap all of this up and we're going to head over to our next section. Actually, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to take a quick break. <laughs> Caldero Talk. Hello, hello, beautiful hello. people. In case How nobody are you? told you today, you're beautiful, you are worthy, you deserve it all. Ooh, um, so like that. we <laughs> so we are going to jump right into our Caldero talk. And in case you don't know, Caldero Talk is a part of the show where we basically dissect and discuss a topic at hand. And yeah. today's topic is representation in sitcoms for Latin community or for the latin community and what i mean by that is essentially a conversation about how many latinos like ourselves probably looked to black popular sitcoms for some sort of representation due to the lack of any from our own culture with the only representation being video vixens maids gang leaders poor and struggling light skin straight hair and most likely poor and struggling poor and struggling most likely portraying the stereotypical mexican experience as a generalization for Ooh, all latinos true. probably based in or la or the puerto or rican New York. the puerto rican experience of puerto ricans always stealing or I mean, those are just drama. like, but it, I'm talking about like, but within shows, you see, right. it's it's representation of the Mexican there experience. Is this That's show what the, ref, the reference is always about. That I'm, I've been trying to put people on one day at a time, and it's on Netflix, and I don't understand why this show was not successful, because it is highly motherfucking entertaining. I've watched the sh- the whole series like already probably about five or six times. There's only three ep- three seasons. Um, so I just keep watching it cause I learned so much about like the Cuban culture. And usually when I watch shows, people, I'm literally watching about 15 minutes of it and then I'm knocked the fuck out. So what it's show not, you said one day at a time, one day at a time. Oh my God. It was so good. So it's not like I'm like watching it was an all Puerto Rican cast playing Cubans. Were they Puerto Rican? The, uh, I, yes. So okay. Rita, Rita Moreno, um, I forget the other... The the daughter? I believe she's uh, of Mexican... Uh, not Mexican. I th- believe she's Puerto Rican as well. The son, he might be... He might have been a mix. But, like, they weren't Cuban. Yeah. <laughs> like, the um, two leading actresses were Puerto Rican. But I, I loved that they had an all-Spanish cast. I mean, they had, you know, two white men on there as well. But they were, like, ditzy, like, but the fun they, guys. Yeah, the, the they gringo, got they to made play those of. roles, yeah. you know? Excuse me. <clears throat> was it... What was his name? Shh. Schneider, yep. Schneider and uh, the doctor. Um, I think it's a great show. I don't understand why Netflix canceled it, but ne- I, I feel like Netflix cancels any show that the white people just don't agree with. Um, so there's that part. I mean, Hente Five got picked up again, so that's good for them. That's oh, that is good. I, but then I really again, like Hente That's Five. another. It's heavier on the Mexican experience. But you have, like, Julissa that's in it. She's Dominican. Well, Hentified actually like takes that. place in Boyle Heights. Shout out Boyle Heights. Um, I got to live there for six months when I lived in California. And I really felt at home. I really felt like out of all the places in California. You did say that last time we talked about That was the only area that really just kind of felt like homey. Like, I was with my people, mm-hmm. but I was the Puerto Rican. And you, when you are Puerto Rican in California, at least from my experience, you are a rarity. 
So people are shocked. Like, I've gotten that reaction. Like, you're Puerto Rican? How did you get over here? And it's like, okay, I well. Took a plane. <laughs> I first lived in Boston. And right. then I took a plane over here. Like, And they're like, oh, okay. Like, that's so crazy because Puerto Rico's like on the other side of the world. Like, to them, it's on the other side of the world. To mm. us, it's like on only a four-hour flight. Right. Um, my stepbrother who was, had to take a flight to Puerto Rico, it takes about a whole day. Like from you Puerto gotta, Rico to LA? Yeah, because you got to go from LA to Florida and then Florida's layover and then you go to um, Puerto Rico. You yeah. can't fly direct. No, thank you. No, thank you. It's pretty insane. Plus, there's a, t- a time change midway to LA. Mm. So people think that it's four hours. It's actually six hours because the time change happens yeah. up there. Um, but back to this. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Hentified is a really good show. On My Block is on the last season, which is, uh, again, around the whole, like, young Mexican experience in in L.A. Um, I think when we were growing up, I didn't really see any sitcoms that had any type no, of It wasn't Latino. until the early 2000s, and it was the George Lopez Well, we show. had the the John Link was, uh, what's his name? John, John Linguizamo? Yeah, that he played a lot of characters. I didn't watch his show, but, I mean, growing up, I did watch um, The Parkers, Sister, mm. Sister, yeah, yeah. Um, Moesha, uh, Martin. I, I watched but all, I to watched me, all those shows. it's kind of crazy because a lot of experiences in those shows that they portrayed, I feel like I could relate to. Yes. There was so but, many right. things that but I was like, like. For me, Sister, Sister was huge because like I have a twin sister. You know, we both have yeah. curly hair. Mine's better. Um, and like just like seeing that dynamic and like being like, oh, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like. I, like I get it. Like when, I just, it just. I wish that there was something similar for like for that. We had but Taina. Like, Taina was dope. I love Taina because it showed. But then you had that so Raven. It, it showed just a different side of of our culture, I guess you can mm-hmm. say, because it was like she wasn't trying to get a job. She was like, "I'm gonna be a star. I'm mm-hmm. gonna do what I gotta do to get to be a star." And going to that high school. Um, which that all happened in New York and 3LW was on there. Like that was, they were big at the time. So that was like a big feature for her to have on. And she did really good with that. I don't know why that got canceled. Um, yeah. I mean, there was a recent interview. Um, I think it's talk to pops Instagram. Uh, isn't her name Chris, Christina Villanueva, something, something like that. No, am I making no, I that up? No idea. Okay. I'm probably but, um, they like, they like spoke about like they, they, even the cast was like, we don't know why we didn't get another like more seasons because at the time they were a big show like their ratings <laughs> it showed um and i mean i just feel like i relate a lot more to the black sitcom shows and whatever the fuck is coming out right now for latinos at this point um and it's interesting because when i got to college like all like literally anytime i met somebody of color outside of being hispanic so like any like any of the black kids because you know like everybody gets grouped in an all-white school then now you have the sections um and i remember them asking me oh like you're like you're biracial right and i'm like i don't what is that even i've never heard of that before because i went to an all latino school like lawrence is literally predominantly mm-hmm, latino mm-hmm. like white people are the minority black people are the minority um I mean, at the time, nobody was basic was was taking on the term Afro-Latina. I, I, I wanted Afro-Latino. I wanted to say that because um, at the time while was, we were growing yeah, up, nobody was I'm taking going that on. to say that never once was there a, an experience where I felt like my black friends were any different than me. Right. You know, never mm-hmm. once did I ever hear of any of my black friends say like, you know. 
you know, I feel so out of place here that mm-hmm. they always felt like yep. home. Right. Home. But when we break down, you know, the toxicity behind it, like the things that we would say sometimes would probably come off a little bit racist, where it's like when we look at it now, we're like, we probably should never spoke like that. Exactly. Like, you know, Moreno. Yeah. Like, Negrito. Yeah, Negrita. Like, mm, okay, so. Um, but hey, now that we know better, we're doing better, you know? Correct. Um, but those of you, because you didn't want to be in ignorant bliss, that's on you. Right. Again, when you get popped. <laughs> Don't question it. Um, but again, when I was in college, like I had people ask me if I was biracial and I'm like, what do you mean? They were like, yeah, cause you, like, you know, like, you, you, you talk like, you talk like you're black, but you, you look like you might be white. And I'm like, Diablo, that was like the meanest thing. <laughs> Moment they said you, we like, are you white? I was upset. I was upset. Um, but I was like, no, I was like, I'm Puerto Rican. Again, I still haven't done 23andMe. I don't know what my lineage actually looks like. Um, so until then, I still consider myself Latina. Like right, that, that right. is what it is for me. Um, but I've, I had a, I met many people and I I'm still, 47% West African. Still to this day. Right, that um, shit till I die. So yeah, yeah, for Latina. <laughs> um, so to this day, you know, I still have people that ask me if I'm mixed, like if I'm black and white. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm not. Like, yeah. I'm not. Um, it's just the culture that you grew up around. One exactly. and two. The influences that you saw on television, mm-hmm. you know, these shows that we tuned I into. Lot, I had a lot of black influences. Those experiences, like, that's why we can relate to it. I, I watched, rewatched the Parkers now all the time, and I'm like. The show was so problematic. Oh, my God, it was so right, problematic. It was. But Professor Ogilvy was straight disrespectful to Miss Parker, but, yo, Miss Parker was but a it was understood. But then, you know, um, I, I don't know who I was having this conversation with. I think it was Shakira. Um, my cousin Shakira, shout out her. Shakira, Shakira. Um, but we were talking about how, like, Professor Ogilvy denying or, or, like, fat-shaming Monique uh, or Monique's character on the show all the time and it just being looked at as such a comedic thing. It was like, and, and then now we're understanding why we're growing up having issues being thick, having issues being, you know, bigger, bigger, bones or whatever well this is because all we've ever seen was they were the butt of every joke right like they're the they're the ones who were made fun of even though monique's character was beautiful oh my god yes never once was she looking like a hot mess on the show never her cat and her character was so strong and tough Mm -hmm. jesus christ i have to cough again Continue. I can't stand you. No, she was like just really. She was just really dope. Um, I couldn't get past the. Uh, I'm still watching it. I'm on season four. Uh, Kim is just annoying as fuck, yo. <laughs> I, bro, I can't like. But the thing is, is that like even like when Nikki will say like little comments about Kim's intelligence, I'm like, yo, that's fucked up. Like that's your kid, bro. Like. But so, I mean, I don't know. That's that's a little bit crazy because I feel like even watching those uh, TV shows and in in family settings, that is kind of like the norm, the norm in the family, I would say, where it's like the mother or the father can can pick on the kid. And then the kid now automatically thinks it's okay to be picked on or to be spoken to like that. That's how you develop people pleasing tendencies. Mm -hmm. That's how you get all of these un unwanted habits that when you get older you're like i'm kind of tired of this like right uh but it starts in the home and it starts on the television like we see these things play out through these tv shows and it it becomes a a whole thing like like let's let's take a quick look right now at tv that we have now love and hip-hop 
Loving Hip Hop has Bro, opened Bad Girls Club. Opened Bad Girls Club opened a door to a new culture where mm. it's like it's okay to be a bad bitch. It's okay to and it's it, it is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not wrong. I agree. But what what people are not seeing is that you can't just be a bad bitch and have no substance to you. You j- if all you ever want to do is just be a bad bitch wearing the things that you're wearing and acting the way that you're acting and, and it's like what 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 are you what's going to amount of your life when you after you turn 20 after your 20s you go to your 30s and 40s and 50s what have you done mm. besides be a bad bitch <laughs> you know and guys too Guys walking around, throw, blowing all their money on, because these are the things that they're seeing on TV. This is what's cool. Having the latest cars, having having these things. There's one thing to have those things as a hobby, as something that you're interested in, and mm-hmm. then there's another of trying to chase a life instead of really living your true self, mm. you know? Um, so the influences that we're seeing on these sitcoms are definitely the push of the culture, right? I would say. And... I don't know any other Latinx shows out right now besides the ones that we've already listed. Uh, Hentified, yeah, no. On My Block, uh, One Day one at day a Time. time. Uh, that's, no. I, that's why that's I go back to watching it. the old shit. I mean, if there's going to be any show that like I, if you know me, if you follow me on IG, y'all know Living Single is my shit. Khadijah James, bro. Like, I, I, I am her. She is me. Like, <clears throat> I absolutely love everything about that fucking show. I enjoyed that. You cannot that tell me anything about it. White people, the reason why y'all got friends is because Living Single happened. Living Single walked so friends could run. That's a, that's a whole ass fact. Like, the creator of Friends literally said that he wanted to create a show like, or she, whatever the fuck, I don't give a shit because fuck you for creating that bullshit ass show when this show should have gotten way more, way more exposure than it actually did. Um, but again, you know, being black in America, LOL. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But yeah, so I just, now as an adult, Martin. Martin still, I mean, still as an adult, like, I... I can now relate more to these shows, but even watching it as a kid, like I would rather watch them than anything right. else. UPN on Monday nights at 8 p.m. and you get to watch one on one the Parkers oh and then and half and oh half. My, God, my wife and kids, bro. Through bro. this journey or discovery. My wife and kids was mad funny. Um, but as an adult, I don't like half and half. I tried it. I tried watching it, and I was like. I don't know what I saw in this show, but I don't really like it. You were naive. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I mean, they're all on Netflix now. Yeah. So if you haven't tuned in, especially Girlfriends, like, if you haven't tuned into Girlfriends, come on, people. And, like, if you feel the same way we feel, like, that, I mean, watching black sitcom shows was, like, the closest or like has has had an impact or influence on your life yo again hit the dms let's have a conversation some people have have grown up on novellas and stuff i i didn't no my mom one moment my mom put it on i was out to my room right i couldn't relate got a blast anyways we'll wrap this caldero talk up and head over to our next section which is Hey, welcome back to the last part of the show. Yeah, we're almost done. Fine. We 
you gave you something cute. I'm going to say finally because we had to do this two times. Yeah. So this is one for the books to remember. Uh, do you got an affirmation? This is, oh, this is the side the part of the show where we let you know any affirmations that we may have. I was real quick with it. I was like, you got yeah. get to it. You got yourself fucked up. Do anything, any shout outs or, or whatever the point may be. So do you want to start us off? Uh, yeah, I just, mine's just really simple. Um, do what makes you happy. It really can't get any simpler than that. Again, I've definitely shared my journey with um, employment um, with you guys since the beginning of Sofrito Speaks. And I'm finally at the point where I'm not even chasing the money as long as I'm enjoying what I'm doing. And it's going to give me a purpose like me working at a gym. But I enjoy going to the gym. It's dope because I get to meet more people because I'm at the gym. Um, I've actually made a couple friends because of it. And I get a free membership out of it. Like, if it's not giving me, like, something in return, I don't, I don't want it. Right. Um, you know, so, and right now, anything that I'm looking for, I need it to fulfill something because I just, I, I can't sit there pushing buttons anymore. I cannot sit there working under someone who is just a tyrant. I'm just not going to do it. So, do what makes you happy. Find what makes you happy. Make sure that every your everyday tries to embody what makes you happy and just just keep it pushing word word what you got boo mine is um my biggest flex is i don't flex but i could mm. the humble uh the humble don't stumble and <laughs> i had to learn that this weekend um i want to shout you out nina i want to hey, shout out um nishala i want to shout out jerlin y'all three like y'all kept me so confident this weekend like i don't know every time i got a text from either one of y'all like it was just like boom the con it's the confidence for me that's that's I all i kept hearing i was literally sitting and i was like i was sitting out this weekend and i remember sitting and looking at who i was out with and i was like damn i miss ruben like i would have loved for you to be out with us so i was like let me just text him to tell him like that's a fact. I love you. I That's miss you. I hope you're having a great time. I want to shout out uh, Stephanie. Um, sorry, I'm going to go down the list because I haven't had shout outs in a while. Rimsha. Uh, Rimsha actually is like your biggest fan. Um, <laughs> Appreciate that. And uh, there's someone else and I can't find the name. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I want to shout all you guys out who showed me love because this weekend I, I realized like, yo, you are not. As insecure as you put yourself out to be, uh, if you just believe in yourself a little bit, then, you know, things will happen. Things will blossom. But on that note, thank you, ladies, for holding me down this past weekend with all the beautiful comments. I appreciate it. My name is Rosales, and I'm blasting off. And I'm Nina Montañez. Stay blessed, mi gente. tuning into this episode of Sofrito Speaks. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Sofrito Speaks to keep up with all of our latest content.